Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophet Speak. Today we are going to study the Prophet Ezekiel, that's the Navi Yechezkel, chapter 7. We just finished chapter 6 in our previous podcast, in which we continued with the prophecies of destruction, which form the first third of the book of Ezekiel. And unfortunately, we are going to be forced to read through many more chapters that are not pleasant to read, that are difficult to read, as they discuss terrible destruction. It's important to remember that in this process, the Navi Yechezkel is trying to convince the people of something which they refuse to be convinced of. He's trying to predict the destruction of Yerushalayim, but the people refuse to accept that their destruction of Yerushalayim, of Jerusalem, is imminent. The people that Yechezkel is speaking to is, are the people that are in Babylon, and they think that they're the ones who were banished, they're the ones who were lost, and that they're the ones who will not survive. Their assumption is, is that they are going to eventually disappear as Jews and eventually assimilate into Babylon over the gen- coming generations, while those that are still in Jerusalem living where the temple stands are going to be the ones that continue the uh, Jewish people, and they can't even foresee or imagine that the temple will ever be destroyed. Yechezkel is trying to convince the people that destruction is about to come. The people of Jerusalem will be destroyed, as he mentioned several times, the the three-thirds, the one-third is going to die of starvation and plague, one-third is going to uh, die of um, the sword, another third is going to be exiled, and of those that are exiled, many are going to end up dying anyway and only a small number will get out of Jerusalem and that the temple will be destroyed. This is something that people refuse to accept. So in each chapter the the drumbeats of destruction, the words uh, of destruction that are coming from the prophet uh, telling the people that no, Jerusalem is about to be destroyed is, is gets stronger and stronger and he keeps on employing different methods of doing this. Um, I would like to refer to uh, something that the prophet Jeremiah said, remember, who was also prophesying at this very similar time, not similar, the same time, uh, that this, uh, however, he was in Israel at the time, in Jerusalem, together with uh, the people there that were, um, that unfortunately were then believing the same thing, were also believing that, that um, destruction is not going to come. Uh, I'm going to reference Jeremiah 24, but uh, I'm going to get back to that as we approach the end of this chapter. The reason why I'm going to get back to it there is because I would like to try and end with some words of consolation because this upcoming chapter is going to be difficult to read. So let's go ahead. Verse 1, The word of God to me was as follows. And you, Adam, human being, so says the Lord your God, the Admas Yisrael Kates. To the land of Israel, there is a Kates. There is a time. There is an end. Now, this is a, a word that brings up the word of um, the words from from Genesis uh, prior to the great flood, where God says Kates, 
uses the language of Kate's. There is an end. The world will, there is, there is a time of end. So he was deliberately using this word Kate's, which will come up over and over and over again. Remember, Yechezkel in the last chapter referred back to uh, the words of rebuke from Leviticus directly and deliberately used phrases and terms in order to remind the people that God spoke of such things before. He said deliberately again using the word Kate's in order to remind people of another destruction of the flood. To, in order again to remind the people that this destruction is real. It is something that's real. This is not something that's unheard of. Bohakates, the time has come. It's over the entire four corners of the earth. This is interesting because he's really only the, predicting the destruction of Jerusalem. Why does he say that the time has come for the entire, all four corners of the earth? Um, uh, so, so the, 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 so one way of understanding is Haaretz here is referring to the land of Israel. meaning all four corners of the land of Israel, meaning not just Jerusalem will be destroyed, but the entire land will be destroyed. Another being that that the destruction of the as the people are scattered across the land, across the entire world, as as Ezekiel has stated several times. They, the, that destruction and the impact of the destruction will spread across the entire earth. Verse 3, Now the time is upon you. The time is upon you now, Yechazkel, the Navi tells us. Not tomorrow, not later, but the destruction is occurring right now. The people he's speaking to are in Babylon. They might be imagining that in Israel, Jerusalem, maybe some sort of great miracle is happening and the temple is going to be saved. Or, or they don't know, but however, Yechazkel is saying the decline, the destruction of the temple is occurring now. V'shilachti apibach, I have sent or I will send my anger against you. U'shifatich kidrochayach, I will judge you according to your ways. It's time to pay up. You can't just be sinners and assume that you will never have to pay the price. Justice can and will, and it's coming now. All of your disgusting abominations, I'm going to put them upon you, against you, meaning I will make you pay what you're responsible to pay for those crimes. I will not have mercy upon you. I will not have compassion for you. Because I am placing your own ways upon you. I am, it is tit for tat. This is a, a, a just punishment. And your abominations are will be within you, meaning you will have to pay for the price for them. And you will know that I am God. When you experience these punishments, you will fully know and understand that what I'm doing is just, and you will know that therefore it is from me. Verse 5. So says the Lord your God. Achas means uh, one. Here it probably it means more like a. I've seen the translation singular, and I'll use that a singular, a unique uh, evil or, or or disaster or a terrible event is coming. Is bold. It is coming upon you. This is not just any other little disaster. This is a major cataclysmic disaster. Kate's ba. That's because the time has come. Baha Kate, the time has come. Hai Kitz Alayah. The it has it, he's using the same root Kate's, but here meaning awaken before meaning the time. So so but using the same word to remind people of that imagery of utter destruction. It has awakened upon you. Hine Ba, behold it has come or it is coming. 
right? The disaster is coming. Ba'a hatsafira eilecha, the um. Uh, uh, the 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 tzefira, which which uh, um, could mean several things. I'm going to use what the Radak's translation here is that it's a um, it's a a, a circle uh, has come upon you, meaning Yosheva Aretz, uh, you who live in the land of Israel. Remember, what does that mean? A circle meaning something that surrounds you, uh, the punishment that surrounds you, the image of an army laying siege upon you. Yosheva Aretz, you that live in the land, Yechezkel is reminding the people that this destruction is coming against the people that live in the land, meaning the land of Israel, as opposed to the people that live in Babylon. Those that live in Babylon will not be the ones that suffer the destruction. In fact, they will be the ones who survive and end up being <coughs> the nucleus of the ones that reestablish the the. <coughs> the the temple and the land of Israel in several generations later. Karov Hayom Mahuma, the day of of um of tumultuousness, the day of of um has has, has is coming close below Had Harim. And in in the in the mountains what we're we we're we what we're hearing is the noise of um Of, uh, of 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 uh, like uh, of of panic and tumultuousness and 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 uh, disaster, but rather as opposed to the noise of of people talking to each other in in a more happy way, in a more happy manner. Ata now mikarov in in a very soon manner, very close, really now, it's going Yechezkel is pointing out that prophets have been saying for hundreds of years, it's gonna come, it's gonna come, it's gonna come. Yechezkel is now telling them, no longer is it gonna come in some distant, far off future, maybe, but it is now. Now's the time. It is happening now. Mikaro, very very soon, I will pour my anger out upon you. I will pour out my wrath upon you. I'm going to judge you according to your ways. This emphasis over and over again that this is just. I will place upon you all of your abominations. This is repetitive, but he's just trying to knock the point into people's heads and minds. Unfortunately, as we know, they didn't get the message even with this. I will not have um, uh, mercy and I will not have compassion. This is is kind of repetitive repetitive but um, I will place upon you according to your ways and your abominations will be among you they will give make punishment occur among you and you will know because it is so just because you know that it is just you will know that I am the God who is the one who is striking you you will not think this is coming from some foreign place you'll know very clearly that it is God and especially since it is me predicting it right now behold the day is now the day is coming again this this cycle or this circle or this also could mean the cycle of events what goes around comes around kind of cycle the um, the rod has has the the mate, the stick has sprouted forth. Perach um, hazadon, the um, the 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 zadon meaning zadon meaning uh, uh, iniquity or or specifically uh, the ar- arrogance has has 
has has budded like a parach, like a flower. This is giving the image of the um, of the almond stick in Jeremiah's uh, in the early Jeremiah in his first uh, in his first prophecy. Jeremiah told us about that the 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 stick, the almond stick, blossoming was a symbol of the upcoming the upcoming destruction that was coming soon. Hachamas kom rasha. The Hamas, so this is again key. This is also going back to the image of the flood, which, we, as we know, was, was it was the Hamas, it was stealing one from the other. Hamas refers to stealing with strength, where one person overpowers the other and, and takes what, what belongs to the other. This Hamas, this dishonesty, this um, people using their either their political power or financial uh, uh, strength or or corrupt a legal system or just their physical brute strength to to overpower others that are weakened than them. This kind of corrupt society, kom lematerasha. This has it started off as as Hamas, which was bad enough, but it has become a a mate, a stick of wickedness. In other words, this this stick that's blossoming is a stick that has become the people themselves, and this wickedness has imbued itself within the people. Lo mehem, velo mehem onam, velo mehemehem, velo noah bahem. The, 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 the people that are there, there's nothing that comes from them. Nothing useful comes from them. Nothing useful comes from the large crowds. A large crowd can get together for good purpose, but a large crowd can also get together for, weak, for weakness. And from their wealth and, fr- their, and from their, their honor, Noah meaning their, 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 their honorable positions, nothing good comes of it. It's all wickedness. The, even the flowers that sprout forth from their, that stick which represents the evil people that use the stick to harm others, nothing good comes from them. Verse 12, The time has come, the day has come. Someone who buys something new, don't be happy about it because it's not going to last long. And one who sells, typically one who sells is one who sells out of desperation. Don't You don't need to mourn because the anger will go against everyone. You would have lost it. Anyway, one who... Um, who sells will never come back to that which he sold. Uh, and this is the idea of Yovel. We know that if someone sells a field because they're desperate for money, that when the 50-year jubilee comes around their family, he will get it back. But he's ne- this person who's selling, he'll never get it back because the people are going to be destroyed. And um, as, as long as they remain alive, they're never going to get it back. Because in their lifetimes, they're going to end up seeing destruction. They're not going to see restoration. Um, this vision, which I, which, which I am now saying, the prophet is saying, is, going, is referring to the entire multitude, everyone who lives there. There aren't some people that will see salvation and some people that won't. The land will be destroyed. And each person will die for their own sins and they will never they will not be strengthened they will not have a chance to get out of it the people are evil as Yechezkel is leaving a little bit of the prophet a little bit of silver lining here each no it is possible for a person to save himself by being righteous by doing the right thing but not as in the context of being part of the nation because the nation will be destroyed they are sounding the horn 
Batakoa is a place um, uh, in, 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 in Israel, so it could mean they are sounding the horn in Tekoa, um, or it could just mean they are sounding the horn in the places where they sound the horns. V'hachin hako, and everything is ready. In other words, everything that I'm predicting is ready to happen. Ve'ein holech la'melchama kicharoni ha'kalama. But no one is, go- they're sounding the horn to warn people to fight, to protect Jerusalem. But no one's going out to fight because there is no one to go out to fight because my anger is against all the people. The destruction is complete. Hacher bachutz, the sword is coming out, is right outside the city. and the disease and starvation is right here in the house itself. Asher those that are out in the fields trying to defend are going to be killed by the sword. Vasher boir, and those that are staying in the city, they will be destroyed by hunger and disease who fall to Plitam, a few of their refugees will, will, will run and try to escape they'll run to the mountains they will run like the um, doves that live in the valleys all of them will be like the doves when they fly together they all make noise together crying together however again each person in their own sin and there's not only a collective punishment but also individual and as Yechezkel will point out several times and already has, that also means that each person can redeem themselves as an individual. All hands are going to get weak. And all knees will become like water. They will go like water, meaning they will become weak. They will not give the person's body support. People will dress in sackcloth. And they and they will be covered with 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 horrible things. Bias called Panimbusha, faces will be ashamed. There, there will be no more pride of having been a Jew, a member of the nation of Israel, of having the temple. There will be just shame, Hashem, Karcha, and on their heads they will be tearing, their hair will be torn out. There's their money, their silver will be thrown out into the streets because it will be useless to them. And their gold will be will be like something disgusting to them. They will not have any um any use for the gold. All of their money, their gold and silver will not save them. In the day of God's anger, they will not be able to satisfy the, their, the hunger of their souls. They will not be able to fill their bellies. Because this is what they've stumbled, this is the stumbling block that they set up with their own sins. And edyo ligaon shamahu, and their 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 beautiful um, uh, uh, edyo, the things they dress themselves up in, whether it's clothing or jewelry, which they made into something they were so proud of. And then they used them to make forms and images of their of their disgusting things that they worshipped and did all kinds of immoral acts in that worship. Alkain. That's what they did with uh, the Adjo. Instead of dressing up nicely for good purposes, they dressed up for this these disgusting purposes. Therefore, I'm making them like a nida, uh, which means something that's that's an outcast, something that's thrown out. I'm going to place him, meaning the people, into the hands of the strangers to be abused. The strangers, the foreigners, are going to come and take over Jerusalem. This image is something that people could not imagine back then that foreigners would take over the temple and take over Jerusalem, but I'm going to give them in the hand of strangers. God is saying, 
the evil people of the land will be will come lishalal and and make Jerusalem into a place where they will um uh, 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 take it as booty and ruin it b'chilulu and they will defile Jerusalem I'll turn my face from the people b'chilulu as tzifuni and I am they are going to defile the things that I have hidden the things that are are uh, the hidden treasures of the temple will be defiled b'chilulu and 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 pritzim people that are um. Uh, uh, you know, not uh, uncivilized um, uh, bums will come in and 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 destroy and defile the temple. I say, horatoki make the chains because the um, the land is going to be full of 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 crimes that are worthy of of death. In other words, capital crimes will be committed in the streets. Murder will be committed by Irmal Hamas, and the city is full of, of, of this, uh, of lawlessness and and abuse of one or the other. I will bring in the the worst of the nations, and they are going to inherit the homes of the people of Jerusalem. I'm going to destroy the arrogance of the and the pride of the strong ones in the current nation of Jerusalem. They're so arrogant, they're so proud. Again, the, so the several things Yechazkel has been criticizing. One is arrogance, the other one is uh, abuse of power, one of the other, and the other is idol worship. And they will, they're, they're, they're holy places, meaning the places of idol worship, are going to be inherited by the enemy. Uh, this this terrible horror comes, and people are going to be looking for some kind of peace, some kind of consolation, but it will not be there. Hovet al hovet one thing will happen after another. In other words, one bad event after another bad event. Ushmu al one piece of bad news will pile on top of the next piece of bad news. It's not going to end. Uvikshu minavi, people are going to look for some kind of a vision from a prophet, some kind of a vision of consolation that there's going to be an end. But they're not going to find it. Vitorotovad mikohen. They're going to look for some teaching from the kohen, from the priests. They're going to look for a teaching, something they might be able to hold on to, but they won't be able to find it. They're going to go to the rabbinic leadership, to the rabbis, and look for eitzam mizikenim. They're going to look for some kind of advice that they might be able to use to save themselves or something good, but they won't be able to find it. They're going to look to the king, look for some kind of political leadership to get them out, but no, the king is mourning. There's nothing to get from there. They're going to look to the princes, or the officials, offer some kind of leadership, but rather he's also dressed in... Um, and destruction. And then if you look at all the people of the land, all the all the people in the land, the land, the hands of all the people in the land will be will be uh, shaking um, uh, and 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 trembling me darkom because of their ways as seosam that's what I'm gonna do. According to their ways I'm going to handle them and I'm going to judge them according to their judgments because this is just via and they will then know that I am God. I know this this is verse 27. I wanted to read the entire chapter even though it was long because it's unpleasant reading and to try to get it behind us. I did say in the beginning I was going to refer to Jeremiah 24 because Jeremiah 24 there was a vision of the good dates and bad dates. And God told Jeremiah then who was talking in the same time period in history um 
that of the people that leave, that, that get exiled to Babylon, the, uh, of the Jewish people, I'm sorry, there's two groups. There are those that are the good dates, which and we learned there are referring to the people that get exiled to Babylon and Yehoiachin, the king who was exiled with them, and the bad dates, meaning the people that stay in Jerusalem. Jeremiah was drawing a line saying that the destruction is going to happen to here, but the salvation is going to happen to and through the people that are in Babylon and through the leader Yehoiachin. As we know, his grandson Zerubbabel was uh, the leader who did come back and help reestablish the second temple. So, um, so the seeds, uh, while this awful destruction is being predicted in the land of Israel to the people that remained there, the seeds of salvation are also sown among the people of Babylon that are listening to this horrible prophecy that Ezekiel is stating now. Thank you so much for studying chapter 7. Looking forward to studying chapter 8 and of course the entire book of Ezekiel together.